The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Well, now, News Talk's technology correspondent Jess Kelly is with me to answer your tech questions. You can get them to us on 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. But before we get to the questions, Jess, you have the smallest Fitbit available with you on your wrist. Yeah, this is a really nice one, Pat. A number of people um, have embraced wearable technologies but don't want a big satellite dish on their wrist. They want something that's discreet, that will capture the information in relation to uh, steps, uh, map their runs perhaps, heart rate, basic functionality. Uh, and as I said, the smaller size is really appealing. And so that's where the Fitbit Lux comes in. So it's L-U-X-E. And it's the slimmest and most discreet of the fitness wearables that I have seen in a long time. It costs 150 euro. And what's really great about it is it has the functionality of the majority of the Fitbits that are out there, the other wearables like Garmin or Huawei, whatever brand you're having. Um, but it is that bit more discreet. So that the screen on it is tiny. This is not aimed at someone who wants the smartwatch functionality because you struggle, like I, I struggle with my eyesight to see, like for example that the amount of charge that's still in the battery but if you just want to throw it on your wrist go about get the information like i mentioned your steps and so on it absolutely does the job the one thing that it doesn't have that some people may want is gps and so if you wanted to map your run rather than monitor your run so it will absolutely monitor your run it'll monitor your pace and all the rest but it won't give you that gps data that perhaps you may want Now, you can get that from certain applications. So if you are the type of runner, uh, like an amateur runner that brings their uh, their smartphone with them, you could capture it that way. But I have to say, Pat, for the basic bits and pieces that a lot of us like from uh, a wearable and the discreet nature of it, you can't really go wrong for 150 quid. Now, there is something, though, um, that is attached to this if you want it, and that's premium membership. What's that all about and what does it offer? Yeah, the premium, um, so Fitbit, a lot of these companies are now doing uh, premium offerings on their platforms. So I prefer, and I've said this on the show in the past, I actually prefer the Garmin interface on the app. I find it's brilliant and I find that it gives me everything that I need. But if you wanted to pay for uh, Fitbit Premium, it's a tenner a month thereabouts and it will give you coaching. It'll act as a a personal trainer. You'll also be able to dive a bit deeper into your stats. Uh, So whether that is, you know, if you want say a, a guided plan to lose weight or to get running up to 5k or whatever your goal is it will be able to help you uh, it'll use the data that your watch generates to tailor your plan for you based on your fitness based on how much you move and so on and it just kind of dives a bit deeper in i got a free trial of it when i um bought a fitbit recently well about eight, six months ago and i didn't find it massively useful but I'm not the target audience for it. So if you are someone who's working towards a specific goal, it may be beneficial. Uh, you do get a free trial when you're buying a Fitbit. And then after that, it is nine euro a month it is. Okay. okay. And uh, you've trialed the battery life, have you? Yeah. And the battery life is really good. I, I the, the watch we were talking about a few weeks ago didn't impress me, but this is 
brilliant. This I, I was getting between four and five days of battery life out of this, which is what you want. I suppose the things that will impact the battery, of course, are um, how often you have your phone connected to it. So if you just want to wear it as a Fitbit, uh, of, as a wearable and sync up with your phone at the end of the day, you will get even longer out of the battery. But if you do have it connected to your phone and if you're getting notifications and so on, it will drain it a bit. But overall, it's brilliant. And actually, one other thing to note, it's great if you're swimming as well. It is waterproof. So for those uh, embracing uh, the water over the coming weeks, uh, it is absolutely waterproof. Okay, Jess, some of the questions coming in now. I have a Samsung S10e phone. When talking, others keep saying they can't hear me properly. Also, calls sometimes drop completely. My husband's phone, which is a different make, works fine. Is there any way I can fix this? It's so frustrating. That's from Jane and Dublin. So I presume they're both on the same network, so it's not a network uh, problem. Yeah, it's very, very strange and frustrating. Um, I don't know how old your phone is, how long you've had it for, but basic things, and I know it sounds very basic, but just make sure that there's nothing clogging up the mic at the bottom of the phone. I did it yesterday with just a pin. Just make sure that there's no debris from your pockets or anything like that in the bottom. The fact that calls are dropping off, though, uh, would make me slightly more worried. So I think if you can go back to where you bought it and just see if they could do a bit of a diagnostic test on it and just make sure that nothing else is where, uh, is wrong, nothing obvious is wrong. Um, but off the top of my head, I would check that there's no debris and then bring it to the store and see if they can give you a bit of a diagnostic as to what's going wrong. Another one uh, about connectivity. I keep losing the connection to the Wi-Fi from my phone. I need to enter the password every time. I've never had a problem with Wi-Fi before, but it's now happening a few times a day. I have auto-join selected in my settings. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. This could be a setting that's either on the phone or on the Wi-Fi modem. So if you've updated your phone in the last week or so or however long this has been going on it could be a software issue so what i'd recommend you do is go into your settings make the uh, phone completely forget the wi-fi network completely forget it then if you reset the modem there's a, a little reset button on the back of your modem and if you tap that let it turn on wait about five minutes and then try to reconnect your phone and um, hopefully that would do the job for you uh, Jess, if I clear the cache on my apps on my Android phone, what exactly am I deleting and will it give me back lots of storage? So when you're deleting the cache, it's more the content, you know, your preferences, all, all of your history and interaction with the apps. If you want to delete apps entirely from the device, you can just do that. You can just long press them and remove them from the device if then you get a new phone that has more storage and you want to re-download those apps again, it's still, it will still be stored in the archive. So whether you're on Google, it'll be in your Google archive, or if you're in Apple, it'll be in your Apple archive. So you can download it again. When it comes to clearing for um, storage, if you're looking for storage, the number one culprit of eating up storage I have found in recent times is people sending photographs, memes, and gifts in WhatsApp. So if you can go into your busiest WhatsApp chats, uh, tap on the group name or the name of the person who texts you most frequently, click on media and then delete any of the stuff that you don't need because it, it, it does clog up a huge amount of space. I always recommend syncing your photographs to the cloud, whether that is through Google Photos or another provider and just get all of that stuff off your phone and you will not know yourself. Uh, another one. Does Jess have any experience with the Aura Ring Health Tracker, O-U-R-A, 
or could Jess recommend another wearable to track general health, sleep quality um, that does not have a display? That's from Dermot in Meath. Yeah, the, so this is, I think it's called the Aura Ring. That's how I've been pronouncing it. My brother actually bought one a little while ago for that exact reason. He didn't want yet another screen. This works really well. Uh, some colleagues of ours have actually been using them for quite a few years now at this stage. It's basically a ring that sits on your uh, whatever finger you want, pairs to your phone, and then will monitor the quality of your sleep. And it is very discreet. It's very easy to use. Um, and it works really, really well. They're a little bit pricey if memory serves right. Um, but any reports that I've heard have been very positive. Uh, please ask Jess if the number of books stored on my Kindle impacts on battery life. It's a Kindle Paperwhite, a few years old. That's from Anne. Uh, no, the number of books shouldn't impact the battery life at all. Um, when you say a few years I mean, they're just old, sitting there in storage, yeah. as long as you're not, you know, reading all day. Um, that's the only thing that would impact, I imagine, battery life use. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the screen on the back, on the Kindle is so basic. The tech inside the Kindle is so basic. There's nothing really working in the background. The only thing that should be draining your battery is when you have the screen active and when you are reading. Now, if your Kindle is a few years old, it could just be the old wear and tear. I don't know how old exactly it is. Um, but no, having books stored on the Kindle should not impact battery performance at all. Um, can you get replacement batteries for Kindles? I actually don't know. I'd have to look into that because I it's an all-in-one body. Um, so I don't know if you can. I'm just looking here now as I talked to you. And yeah, it can be done. There are absolutely video tutorials online and you can uh, buy a replacement battery on Amazon. So yes, you absolutely can according to hmm. according to Google. Now, Jess, you've been looking at the COVID passport and all that. Uh, this one from Tim says, I have a Samsung G10 and I can't download my COVID passport. Um, I wonder why that is. So, again, it depends on whether or not you received the paper version or the digital version. If you received the paper version, you should just be able to update your COVID tracker app on your phone, scan it, and it'll be stored within the app there going forward. So you just have it in the COVID tracker app. If you receive the digital version, what you need to do to get it onto your phone, as in easily accessed and not having to root through your email the entire time, is actually print it out, then take the picture and then upload it to your yeah. COVID tracker app that way. So just explain to me about how you get this piece of paper in the post or whatever and you photograph it, is that it? And then uh, go to the COVID tracker app and, and insert it in some way in the wallet. How is that transfer done? Yeah, so it's it's a QR code. This is the little square box. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like a barcode. The idea is that when you open out your COVID tracker app, you will see straight away the COVID uh, cert section of the app. Uh, that will then open your camera and it will, when you hover the camera over the QR code, it reads the information that it needs and suddenly a digital version of your phone appears. So you don't actually need to upload the image to the camera. You just hover your camera over it and it will uh, upload that way. Uh, Mary says, I wanted to buy an Apple 12 in the shops. They say you can only buy one online. Why is this happening? All I get is excuses. No stock or out of stock. I prefer to get it in the shop as this is easier if I have any problems. And I think Mary has a point. 
you do have a point, Mary. This is going to be a bigger issue as this year goes by. Tech stores are having serious issue in terms of getting stock. We know that there has been a lot of interruption as a result of the pandemic in terms of the production of devices. Um, so we are hearing chip shortages right around the world that is impacting the stock of phones, laptops, tablets, games, consoles, and so on. Um, so I do understand and appreciate your frustration, but I do think a lot of the stores are having issues getting their hands on devices. But I would recommend if you're adamant that you want an iPhone 12, um, if you buy it from Apple, they have excellent customer service. So I do think if you um, were to go down that route, I, I wouldn't be worried, I suppose, if an issue arises. They are fantastic in terms of helping you. Okay, and the last one. Can you ask uh, Jess about battery life when I'm on my iPhone on Teams video calls? Teams seems to eat into the battery life hugely. Yeah, I'm having the exact same issue between battery life and data. Uh, Microsoft Teams is just devouring both. There's not a whole lot you can do, unfortunately, because the phone is doing a lot of work in terms of uh, producing the image that you see, projecting your image, and then also maintaining connectivity. So there's not a whole lot you can do, unfortunately. Jess, thank you very much for joining us. That's News Talks technology correspondent Jess Kelly bringing our programme to a close. (laughs) 